Yeah, let's get into it. And we start with Gosford. Mick Wallace has done the form. Good morning to you, Mick. Good morning, Luke. How's this track playing uh, or going to play today, mate? What's it rated? Yeah, look, it's an interesting, interesting one because obviously we've had some uh, we've had some very warm uh, weather over the um, the last little bit of time. But uh, as I speak, there's been a little bit of a, a shower, so um, we're, we're dealing probably with a softish surface at this stage. I think it's um, rated as a five, and hopefully that's where it stays. Yeah, three metre rail from the eleven hundred to the three hundred true. The remainder as we kick off in the first. 1,200 metres for the Phillies and Mares. Four, Rockabilly Rebel at $2. Three, Masuk at 280 750 number eight, pins and needles. I've gone with Rockabilly Rebel here. Four, three, two and eight, the, the numbers. Uh, Bjorn Baker trains his filly. Anna Roper will claim the two kilos. Uh, resumes here off two trials. Won the latest trial there at Rose Hill and um, did it in good style, defeating our Peter Ballerina. Um, put them away nicely late. Uh, he's had the, the six starts for a win and, and three minor placings. Um, he's put in a couple of um, ordinary runs here and there, but I think the good gate helps. And while on the fresh side, I think will be hard to beat. Uh, three, Masuk, uh, very consistent. He's had six starts for a win and, and four minor placings. Um, just wanted to lay out under pressure when second to Will I Do uh, last time out at Gosford. Uh, two selfless actors. I thought was the horse that could... Um, Run here, run well at a big price. Um, better effort on the Beaumont last time out when third behind Sydney Sydney Bowler. That form looks pretty good now. And eight pins and needles coming off a, a win uh, last time out at Newcastle. Four, three, two and eight. That's race one. No, another call coming in there, mate, on the other line. Uh, that's twice in a week. Gee, you're popular. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, mate. I, I'll have to, I have to turn that off, won't I? No, see, I've just got eagle ideas. Um, most most people wouldn't hear it, but I, I know the feeling. You're on on the call. You're trying to concentrate and talking, and you just hear the dirt, 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 dirt on the other line. Someone being a pest. How good? You're going to give them up this time, or? Well, it, it's actually producer Daz, so he's probably not that far Let away. Let me see from if I can right see now. him. Yeah, yeah, see what he's doing. I can see him. Daz, we're on air. Bugger off. <laughs> Race two. 1,200 metre maiden, number eight, R. Cliss at $3.90. Uh, one, let's go Johnny at 480. Obviously, he doesn't listen to the show. Uh, <laughs> hurt. Four, Frodash at 550. Here, Mick. Uh, 481 and five. Uh, I tipped Frodash yesterday. I thought it was the, uh, the best price runner. Um, he's had a decent trim up today. He's only had the one race start there at Canberra, finished fifth to Zazel over the 1,000 metres. Um, wasn't asked to do a lot early. Uh, settled back at the tail of the field and just started to pick its way through late in the piece. Um, was pretty strong through the line, giving the impression that the 1,200 metres today looks uh, suitable. This isn't a strong race. I don't know. Archley's uh, horse number eight um, was a bit keen, finishing seventh behind pins and needles on the Beaumont first up. Uh, that was the, the first run for the new yard. Has been placed second up in the past. Uh, one, let's go Johnny. After a moderate beginning, ran home okay to finish third behind Externus at Gosford in the only race start. Um, can only improve up in distance, inside gate. And five, Sasha Bella is first up since July. Uh, finished fourth to Boston Rocks over 1,000 metres uh, to Gosford on debut and has had a, a couple of trials leading in. Four, eight, one and five. That's race number two. We go to race three, 1900, a maiden, $2.50, about three. Community is the favourite. Nine, Chevelle Gris at $5 and two boosters, shot six fifty. Yeah, Community and Chevelle Gris come out of the, the same race last time out at Gosford. I thought they both put in reasonable performances. Uh, I've gone with Chevelle Gris at the, the better price today. 
Um, just began awkwardly, uh, turned for home midfield and found the line okay uh, when finishing fourth behind Dublin Bell. It was just sort of in restricted racing room and, and sort of had nowhere uh, to really stretch out. Um, today, I think, can settle a bit closer to the speed, up to the 1,900 metres from the good draw and I thought might be able to um, dictate terms to community who has drawn the inside gate. Um, he's uh, definitely a flow horse that needs to build the revs, so thought there was a chance he could get uh, strung up. Came from second, uh, came from last, actually, to finish second to Dublin Bell last time out. It's been placed four of seven. Um, the, this trip, the 1,900 metres, looks ideal. Uh, two booster shots, steadily improving. Um, maybe going around against better opposition. Um, has been contesting Metro Maidens. Was beaten seven lengths last time out by Jacob's time at Ramwick. That was over the mile. Racing as if this uh, step-up and journey will suit. And 5-1 Adventure is the one that I might end up promoting uh, up the uh, up the list. Um, hit the running rail early there at Canterbury. Was held up in the early part of the straight. Went fifth to suit of armour over 1,900 metres last start. Uh, nine, three, two, and 5. Yeah, we'll win a race, Bonaventure. Uh, yeah, I think so. Yeah, it just needs the right circumstance, maybe today. Uh, race number four is the Happy Birthday Holly, benchmark 64 and 1,200. 331, Mary McBoy, four-time for victory, 390. Seven, Mad Deal, 460. Uh, five, one, ten, and seven, going with Angara uh, on top here. Um, taking this horse a little bit on trust. Um, had a B in his bonnet prior to his last start at at Newcastle when finishing unplaced over the 1350. Uh, I remember three starts back, one a benchmark 58 at Scone, um, just running his rivals ragged, um, defeating a subsequent winner in, in Bangetta. Um, maybe back to the 1200 metres today could take a sit. Um, pretty smart horse on his day. Yeah, one Mary Mac boy um, had a slow recovery after failing on a heavy track last time out at Warwick Farm, finished at uh, last in a field of five. Uh, previous runs this preparation were full of merit. Um, can certainly get back on track here, um, down in grade. At 10, Tim's principal. Uh, what a grand old campaigner he's been for a long time. He's a 10-year-old these days. Um, he was held up for a good portion of the straight, uh, went third at Mudgee to Sagusu in open company over the 1,200 metres. That was back in the early part of December. Had a bit of a let-up here, um, but he has been able to perform off that kind of uh, set up in the past, has had seven starts at Gosford for two wins and three minor placings, which kind of surprises me a little bit, um, given um, that he is a, a backmarker more often than not. And uh, seven, Mad Deal, has uh, been gelded since finishing unplaced at Gosford back in October. Five, one, ten and seven. Um, that is race four and your thoughts there. Race five and uh, this 1,100 metres, number 11, full revolution, 220. Looks a, a strong favourite, I thought. Yeah, definitely. Um, I've I've settled on full revolution, um, 11, 9, 6 and 13. This race has been um, sliced up a little bit with a couple of key scratchings, but full revolution um, caught the eye there first up when second at Gosford behind the black cloud. Um, had to go back from a, a sticky draw that day and um, they did run along in front, so she was probably entitled to find the, the line, but um, I just think the good gate today can settle closer. Strips fit up, we'll go that way. 9REQ, uh, this filly. Uh, finished fourth to uh, Cosmanova at uh, Gosford over the 1,000 metres on debut. I didn't think it was such a bad run, but uh, I suppose if you tumbled into the two-to-one on quote that was on offer that day, you would have probably been disappointed. Uh, six Midnight Harry was placed at Gosford first up from a spell. 
um, can only bounce off of that. And 30, 13 Lily Bobtails, an, an interesting first starter that's had a bit of support in the last 20 minutes, I noticed. Uh, 11, 9, 6 and 13. Just in other news, um, an eagle-eyed listener has just put this to me, Mick, and I'll put this to you. Okay. Highness is second favourite for the Magic Millions, isn't he? Yes. It's a horse running at Canberra today in race six. Its name's Highness. <laughs> it's, really? It's French, bread. It's got the abbreviate or the, in brackets, FR. Yeah. But it's just dawned on me we've got two horses called Highness in Australia. Um, wow. So that'll put, that... I mean, it's unlikely they'd meet any time soon, but that might have to be changed, uh, I'd suggest. There you go. So what, what races are going around in at Canberra? Race six. Yeah, okay. There you go. <laughs> so, That's And Her Royal Highness in the saddle, um, Alicia Collett on Highness uh, there in race six at Canberra today. It's funny, isn't it? Because, um, you know, you're aware of both horses, but I never twigged. I never twigged either. So yeah. I'm not sure if Racing Australia have. I don't mean to give the ownership groups up, but um, it's just one of those things that's probably slipped through to the keeper, I'd suggest. So <laughs> anyway, we play on with the Gosford preview and we're up to race number six, class one mile, number two, Oakfield Eagle. At three twenty, seven subarctic at three sixty, and one Eckler at three ninety. Uh, look, this is a race uh, I wouldn't say I'm overly confident in. I've gone with Eckler on top. Uh, I just think might be on the improve. Um, they elected to ride this horse um, closer to the speed last time at Canterbury. Actually, found the top after copping a few bumps early and uh, battled on well to beat Northern Eyes by a half length. That horse has since come out and and run well in a stronger race. Uh, two Oakfield Eagle, hard to knock the way uh, um, this horse was going. Finished second to Son of Deck there at, at Tongue Curry, two back, and then um, gave a great side at Gosford in the most recent run when finishing second behind Japana. Uh, seven, Subarctic, uh, could be peaking uh, third run back, finished fifth to uh, Dublin Bell last time out at Gosford when not everything uh, panned out as you would have liked. And one roughly that I think can run a, a bit of a race today at, at $41 is Everaz from the Johnny Steinmetz stable. Uh, third run back from a, a spell today. Last time over the 13.50 at Wyong. Found the line okay uh, behind Little Contra. It was only beaten three and a half lengths when a 100 to one chance. So we saw a Little Contra only just get touched off there at Warwick Farm uh, the other day. So I just think it's over the odds. One, two, seven and eight. Ah. <laughs> uh... Let's go. Uh, sorry, mate. Um, I'll, I'll tell you what I'm laughing about in a second. Uh, race <laughs> uh, race seven, the last at Gosford, number four, Trez at $2.50. Yeah, look, uh, I've sort of switched here. I, was, I initially had Trez on top, but um, the more I looked at the race, um, Trez won that uh, one at, uh, where was it, on the Kenzo uh, back on the 1st of December, um, was able to dictate terms there. Uh, on speed and uh, kicked away from How Dare You. Uh, that was at 12.50. Now, uh, today we come back to 1,000 metres. I know he's got a good draw, but I just thought it ran the risk of maybe being beaten for speed because you, you go back look, looking uh, through her form and it's very, very good, uh, but most of it is over 1,200 metres and beyond. So um, I just thought maybe Oceans 1 might be able to power across from the outside gate and lead um, just as uh, he did first up. I know he got tired there uh, when finishing seventh at, at Randwick behind Lady Shenanigans, but was only beaten just over three lengths. Um, he's got pretty good second up forms, had three goes for a win and a placing. So we'll put Ocean's one on top to beat Trez, who um, will be finding the line and gets that, that, that nice claim 
for Molly Burke. Uh, I've always uh, had a, a sneaky eye on Floodway, who I think can can run a, a big race here first up today. I think it was a scratch from Newcastle yesterday. First up last preparation, uh, finished third behind Crips tonight, who we've seen uh, win a, a midway since. And uh, we'll throw in two procrastinator, who can gallop a bit, but is first up today. He's had three first up goes and uh, yet to hit the frame. One, four, seven and two. Your best in quaddy. Uh, race one, number four, Rockabilly Rebel can uh, win first up. And in the last race, seven, number one, Oceans One, I think can lead and win. In the first leg of the quaddy, put in three numbers, five, one and ten. Uh, in the second leg of the quaddy, 11, nine and six. In the third leg, uh, one, two, seven and eight. And in the fourth leg, one, four and seven. Are you going to tell me what you're laughing about? <laughs> yeah, I will actually. So... Uh, if you're just joining us, we were, we were musing over the fact that there's two horses in Australia at the moment called Highness. One in race six at Canberra today and one running in the, the two, two-year-old Magic Millions on Saturday. I, I just got a text from a mate and he said, mate, I, I tried to name my horse recently and they knocked me back. I wanted to call it Astounded. Right. And when they told me why I couldn't have Astounded, the the reasoning he got was it was too close to a horse currently racing called Astonishing. So he couldn't... <laughs> that's the best ever. I mean, we've got two... We've, we've got two horses called Highness, uh, and he, he couldn't have a standard because there's a horse racing called Astonishing. Uh, oh, if, well, that, if that's the that. case, Racing Australia, seriously, what are you doing? <laughs> anyway, so uh, that that's what I was chuckling about, mate. Uh, that's it's good. a wild that's world. <laughs> it is, it really is. Mickey Wallace, well, you have a good day, mate. Yeah, you too. See you later. There he goes. Mick Wallace, uh, shortly, we'll have a look at Canberra. Yeah, welcome back to the show. Richard Callender joins us now for his thoughts on the Canberra card today. G'day, Richie. Good morning, Luke. Good morning, everybody. And don't start about the names, mate. Don't start about the names. I've we just went through the process. We tried to name a horse, and it was the exact same name of a horse that finished racing in 2004 and had two starts in the bush uh, of far north Queensland and ran last and last and retired. And we told us too soon because people might get them confused. It was 19 years ago. It had two starts at training or somewhere. Oh, stop it. This is funny. You've obviously heard the show this morning. Well, they're unlikely. No, I, I haven't, but I'm well aware of the fact. I, I'm, I'm on top of it. I'm, whether it lasts till Tuesday for my column, because I'm going to return on RaceNet, I was going to explain how farcical and how silly the situation is, but it's certainly 
the wheels turn. They don't turn slowly. They don't turn. Oh, um, and I mean, it's it. Look, all I say is the Bjorn Baker trained horse Highness was named first. It was named first, and it won't be changing. And if it does, it shows who's got influence. <laughs> exactly. I mean, yeah. So that's how it works. If if something like this slips through the uh, the cracks, first in best dress. So we might have a case of Highness could win the Magic Millions on Saturday, and come Monday he's called Bob. Well, he can't have that's Bob because he, there's a Bob running around. <laughs> that's why I think they should have changed the name prior to the Magic Millions for the horse, the two year old. Mm. Oh dear. What a what a situation. Anyway, we digress, mate. Uh, oh, hold on, hold on, Luke. I'm just getting a call. Darren's ringing me from the studio. No, I'm not stop it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I could just hear it when it happened to Mick Wallace earlier that he was getting another call while he's trying to do the preview. And mate, there's nothing worse when you you're concentrating on the phone and and you hear that ring in your ear of another call coming in. Uh, it just throws you, doesn't it? Uh, oh, I still remember the day when I was a lot younger, and uh, the phone rang on a Saturday. <laughs> afternoon and uh I, it was my mother was looking after four young boys so maybe her her, her, her patience was right on the tithering of, of i've had enough mm. and a girl rang and she said yeah hello ken calendar there please <laughs> it was about three o'clock on a saturday afternoon that and mum said where are you calling from she said channel nine we just need to talk to you about a matter she said have you got a tv where you are she said yes she said turn it on that's him that's in there on the TV now. <laughs> Fantastic. I love it. You can't do two things at once. Uh, when you're on the air, you can't do two things at once, Richie. I love it. It was just Channel 9 ringing to talk to him and Dad was on Channel 9. Yeah. Oh, well. that is the best, isn't it? How good's that? Mate, um, first race at Canberra today. Uh, soft five is the track. We've got eight races to get through and it's a class three mile. Uh, number four, ought to know at $1.45. Um, if Alicia gets this role, just get stuck into her, will you? Yeah, look, it's the only worry the jockey, isn't it? Um, <laughs> I love it. Oh, I love you it. know the early days when uh, Alicia used to see me, but you know when I stand yeah, there... Yeah, she thought you someone, were a complete a-hole because you'd all... But you see people tell, coming tell the story around the quickly. corner. Go on. When, when people come around the corner, you, as you see them coming, you, you, you just mention their name and they go, oh, shh, shh, shh. Like, you're not even saying... <laughs> Everyone else laughed. Alicia thought I was having a go at her. <laughs> she thought you were actually talking about her when you were geeing her up, and she came home and said, "Gee, that calendar bloke—he's not real nice." And I said, "Yeah, well, you got the—you got that right. Join the line. Join the line." <laughs> well, does, does it just win? Lob, you think that would have been far enough that you knew I was joking? Spot on. Yeah, exactly. No, she's worked it out now. You're sweet there. Um, does it does it get the job done here? I mean, it should be hard to beat. You know what? I, I, what? What is it on the tab at the moment? One forty-five. Yes. I, 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 not often your price horses or say horses should be shorter, but it should be shorter. Um, four, five, six, seven. Like the main danger comes out of the same race. Is the bell's ringing? Been beaten um, twice by it. Exactly, and look, I, I think the bell's ringing is better suited on a little bit wetter track, and also. What you got to remember is, I think the smaller field will suit Zabel's ringing in the fact that he had to make a long run. But that said, he got beat a thousand yards by a, a Tuno who there's no speed. Alicia will work it out. It'll be just there. She, she won't be the she won't be the mug. I, I, uh, I wouldn't be surprised though if they give Zabel's ringing a, a, a little niggle early and say, right, 
we can't go back like we did the other day. We're going to be positive. And it wouldn't surprise me if they decided to roll forward and even perhaps, perhaps lead. Um, it wouldn't surprise me if that was the case. But it's going to be a battle of tactics. I think it's a, a, a two... Uh, what is it again? Not a tuno. What do you yeah, call it I again? I think it's Ortono, I think. Ortono, that's it. Yeah. Ortono. Fourth on top, Ortono. It looks too good for them. Uh, the short odds... Uh, the only thing is, you look through the form, it goes one, what is it, one for one? No, it's one again today. Ochino will put two on the bounce here. It'll be its third win. It's won two of its last three. It handles all services. He's by the autumn sun. He looks the one to beat. Zabel's ringing, obviously the main danger. Uh, it drops that four kilos. The winner, don't forget, drops two kilos. So it still makes it two kilos better. Zabel's ringing, looks the obvious danger. Six lipos, uh, the run at Ramick last time out. Just nothing really went its way, but it was still comfortably beaten. The win before that at Queanbeyan was very good, but you know I could have been competitive, and it was on a wet track. And number seven, all above, who I had something on last time out at Kembler at big odds, only for the simple fact he's by Love Conquers All, and they are absolute mad wet trackers. Dry track here doesn't suit an eight-year-old having his four start. Four, five, six, seven. Well, you're just breaking the record. Longest time ever spent in a preview on a four-horse race. You gave a 10-minute a, a essay for every horse in a four-horse field there. You, the, you're just going to a new level. And for the four to start at twenty and win. <laughs> <laughs> race two. Uh, can we just move it along a bit, please? 1,400 metres, 65 here. Number four, Sir Ming coming out of highway grade to something easier here at $2. He deserves to be favourite. Yeah, look, I, I tend to think about Sir Ming and also the second favourite being uh, Good Lieutenant. They've got to run four. I think Good Lieutenant will. Well, Sir Ming run, four, run 1,400, trained by a star in Daniel's side. But mm. I tell you what, she's got a very nice horse. You see that horse trial yesterday? Associate. Just write that down there, Luke. I'll let you know. Yeah, he goes um, I've gone one, four, three, five. I've got always persuaded on top. I thought the run at Orange in a, a lot stronger race than this was terrific when running third behind Transplant and Memories. And was let roll. The next start there at Wagga uh, was went to the mile, which I don't think suited. I think the grade was far too tough in Kiptanui in the open. And they sat in behind. I think if they bounce and there's no real speed and take up the speed, I think she can give them a sight. Uh, Rob Potter, good trainer. I think the 1,400 metres is ideal. I think the favourites are obviously danger. The slower they go, so Ming might just out-sprint them. And that'll suit. He'll shoot sit on the back of them. Three good lieutenants. Got a bit of dash about him uh, himself. Uh, the other day, look, he covered that little bit of ground, but he, he was still beaten. But you look at the form, you've got Infancy and Spring Lee and Chili Philly. You've got some quality horses that beat him home. And then for fourth, number five, over ice from the day, five is stable, who's low flying. Should be better with that first run under its belt. I think one's good value. One, four, three, five. Race number three at Canberra, Richard Callender with us, uh, 1,400 metre maiden. Number one flying Impala, $1.75. Yeah, I've gone four one two seven. I think this is the best value of the day. Uh, I'll explain why. Number four, Red Hot Zone, uh, trained by Michael Sparrow there at Queenby and Mick Hegney's on board, formerly with Clary Connors. Had 12 starts with Clary. You go back to its form. I, I know it's no star, but mind you, this is a maiden down at Canberra on Friday afternoon. There's no stars. It got beat a half length by Elusive Jewel. It got beat a couple at Gosford. Uh, Why on beyond Desert Plain? It got beat a half length. It's got some handy form. It's had one trial since changing. And I love the trial. I really love the trial. It was an open-class trial behind Champion League and so more delicious. Champion League goes round late and be hard to beat in race five. Just a little tricky gate to overcome. Red Hot Zone, I love the trial. 
And I think at the value in a race without a lot of depth is super. Four on top, one flying in parlour, who did a good job at Canberra. And I suppose the first up run for 10 months, the worst place to be is on the inside and then the others are a half length in front on the outside. Stayed hard up against the fence, which I don't think was the place to be at Canberra. Strips fitter. It looks, although it's drawn the outside, it does look like it's got enough speed just to cruise across and take up the roll. Number two, Cable Express looks very green and does a lot of things wrong. The the trial was good at Canberra. That said, the horses behind it, you and I could have been competitive against. But Jonathan Overmere, he's gelded, soft draw. And number seven, Danish Lane, is the next best from the Neil Osborne stable, who's had one run back from a break and will be improved. Four at value, one, two, seven. Race four, 1,200-metre maiden. Number 13, Picasso's Dream at 4.40. Um, plenty given a hope here. Yeah, found it a very tough race. I've gone 16, 13, sorry, 6, 13, 11, and 14. I put, I put Megan on top, only because I'm a big fan of the Royals. No, seriously, she gets a soft draw here. And the other day behind Zazelle, who I think is the best bet of the day in the last, and Getty, she was only beat the length and a half. And I reckon at the 80-metre mark, they were going to dash away from her and the fourth horse was going to go past her. Yet she got going again. I think she'll be suited at the 1,200 metres and Danny Beasley on board. I think she's the value. Six on top. 13 for Carso's dream. She's promised a lot, hasn't delivered. That said, I think she'll be far better suited on a bit drier track. Had to make a long run the other day and was left wanting. The winner's been beaten. Sidonay went out and won at Kari. The form's okay. 11 media frenzy. Uh, Johnny Thompson, Jack Martin, um, next bit, had the one trial, tried okay. And then you go down to number 14, uh, Bella Icon, who comes out of the same race as Megan, gets barrier one, and she'll improve with the run under her belt and up to 1,200. 6, 13, 11, 14. Uh, the Tap Bedrills raise five, two incentive. Look forward to seeing what he can do at 1,300 metres. Uh, 270 favourite, three Champions League flying yeah. at 310. One tap and run, 440. Well, that's the query, isn't it? That's If you could just sit me down and say, yep, no dramas, it'll run 1,300 easy incentive, I, I think you'll probably be, uh, you'll probably win. But he's got to run the 1,300. Uh, I've gone 3 one, two, five. I've got the three on top being champion. I just can't believe it's win the other day at Canberra just prior to the new year. If Fenningham jumped the length in front, Jake Barrett strangled it, obviously under instructions. It blew out the gate in the betting, got back the second last, and then just chimed in like it, it, you know, it only chimed in at the turn. Three Champions League should just get a run. The only little query is coming back 100, but it was 1,000 to 14 the other day. I think it was a first-time galloper, and I just think Andrew Burke's uh, board has got this horse flying. One tap and run, comes out of the same race, was beaten the other day. Interesting little barrel. I think the 1,300 will suit tap and run better. Just a little tricky gate to overcome. Two incentive. They look the three the three ideal runners that can chance. And number five, King Gutho. He's as tough as his trainer, Joe Cleary. Three, one, two, five. Those your thoughts there. Race six, class one, 2,000. 390, number one, Chevelle Savant. Eight, prefer the wink, $4. Five, La Sagrada, 480. 12, Burgundy Bubbles, $8.50. Yeah, I've ended up going one five eight three. Uh, I think there's is four winning chances, maybe the top three and the three is the value. But I've got Cheval Savon uh, on top. Uh, the heavy track last time out, um, you can just put a line through. It was in tougher grade at Warwick Farm. It was twenty two hundred. Comes back to two thousand metres. I think it's far more suitable. A little drier track certainly suits the blinkers. Uh, this is Cheval Savon. 
I think if he can just find a spot, it's certainly the one to beat. Number five, La Sagrada, who got the job done beating horses I could have beaten, but yeah, it was terrific winning the other day, La Sagrada. May well do the same get thing again this afternoon. Um, look, if you go back two runs to that Cheval Savant, that was behind Yankee Hustle, I meant to say, and that was on a good track. That form's good enough to win here. Uh, number eight being Prefer the Wink. Had a lot of chances to prefer the Wink, but... Uh, look, he's only had the five starts. He's still got the improving to come. I think he's a player. And number three uh, being Flying Step. Been one of mine for ages. I know it's only 1-1 one, one from 20, but maybe today's another game. One five eight three. One five eight three. your number's there in that 2,000-metre race. Race seven is a class one, 1,300 metres. Favourite number five, Outsmarted, 2.15. Um, that doesn't happen to you too often, does it? No, it doesn't. Um Two, four, five, and seven. I've put Dark Vader on top. Eight, what's it had? 11 starts for one win and six minors. The day that it won, it got a gem from Ash Morgan. It was up at Tun Curry. There were certainly no stars in the race, but I thought it was dominant. Last start, Robin Sparkles was just off and gone before this horse saw daylight. I thought he was terrific. I know Sean was trying to hold him up, hold him up, and have one crack at them. He's just going to have to do the same thing without a lot of speed. I think four might be a big improver today on a little bit better surface than last time out at Kembla when it was very well back. And I think he can lead on his own here with Alicia on board from Blake Ryan. Four critical time. Five outsmarted. Now, the win was outstanding. Nothing really went right and got the job done up there at Bathurst. But Money Wheel's been beaten a couple of times since in moderate events. He's a great chance. I just think he's under the odds. And number seven, Tiger Town, who Danny Beasley picks up the ride, a little freshen up. Two, four, five are the chances. Two, four, five, seven. Last race is race eight, a 55 over the 1,000. Ten Zarzel at 340. Yeah, wait all day for me. Uh, my best of the day, Luke. Uh, I think it'll win. I've gone 10, 6, 1, and 5. Ten on top, Zarzel. I uh, loved the win last time out for this filly. It was a seven start. She finally got the job done. She had to dumb down Getty. I know Getty's promised the world and hasn't delivered, but I thought this filly did a super job to knuckle down and really just attack the line. Gets a nice barrier here. There's a bit of stack of speed in the race. I think she can just stalk and run over the top of them. If there's a danger, I think it's Neil Osborne's horse. Number six, Spirits Burn Deep. I thought did a super job there at Nara the other day. Um, wanted to go a little, a little bit clean up in front. Jack Martin was on board. Jack goes on the stage with the favourite. Billy Owen goes on board. She jumped. She puts herself there. She was first up that day. I love that Neil's given her a month break, basically, since that run, just to let her get over that tough run first up. Number one, Titan Star. Honest as the day is long. He's a pretty handy sprinter, but he's just drawn the car park. Needs a bit of luck. And number five, Riva Damore. Uh, uh, Comes out of the same race as Spirits Burn Deep, although it's gone to Wyong. Put a line through that. Got an absolute mile back. It, it, it'll be improved from that run there. Ten six one five. So it's your best in the last then. Race eight number ten Zazel, the best value. Race two number one always persuaded, and race three number four red hot zone. Have a good day, Richie. Thank you, Mr. Marlowe, and thanks everyone. Have a wonderful weekend and good luck, eh? See you, Richie. There he goes, Richard Callender, and uh, that is the Canberra preview coming up next. Vince Accardi.